0: Hello there, and welcome along to the podcast Sport and Life. Thank you for hitting on the button. Appreciate you being here. Thank you as ever to the sponsors, Chief Sponsor Bang Olufsen of Cheltenham and Serene AV, who are specialists in some of the finest home entertainment brands, providing solutions based around high quality customer service and installations. Check out their beautiful store in Montpellier, in the courtyard there, here in Cheltenham in the west of England, or look up Serene AV online and on social media to get in touch with Jason Briggs and his fine team. Don't forget as well, if you're looking to optimise your immunity, the association the podcast has with Cytoplan, food-based supplement company, and if you go to cytoplan.co.uk, C-Y-T-O-P-L-A-N.co.uk, you can get 30% off your first purchase of supplements and 10% ongoing with a discount code at checkout, DRAPER10R, my last name, D-R-A-P-E-R, all capital letters, the numerals one, zero, and the capital letter R. My father's worked as a consultant there for 20 plus years, we've been taking them for a while, those cytoplan supplements, and do believe in them. And you can check out the conversations around micronutrients with my dad, Dr. Mark Draper in previous episodes as well. Remember, as well, Sport and Life has partnered with Herring Shoes, an English family run shoemaking business which Richard Herring started in 1966, specializing in handmade classic shoes like Oxfords and Brogues. And they're offering uh, the listeners of the podcast, very pleased to say, a 10% discount at their website, herringshoes.co.uk. Discount code is TED10, TED ten T E D all capital letters numerals one zero applies to all full price shoes over twenty pounds. Remember, Anthony Asprey in the Whole Man Academy. If you're feeling stuck, not where you want to be in life, as well, there's a link in the show notes to a free mentoring session with Anthony that usually come at a pretty penny as well, uh, reported or reputed. Um, fantastic coach Anthony Asprey so you can get that complimentary session with him via the show notes right on to the podcast I'm very pleased that Mark Weir came over again to my living room three years after the first time spoken to him numerous times on Zoom since but ahead of his charge his debut Christian Leroy Duncan in the UFC coming up at London at the O2 so wonderful to speak to UFC pioneer now MMA coach Mark Weir and here is that conversation hope you enjoy it (music) Mark Weir, welcome back to Sport and Life Podcast. Good to see you. How are you feeling? you excited? Your boy's about to go into the UFC?
1: Yes, this is uh, the plan we've had for years. Uh, When he first came to me and uh, I was mapping it out, he was one who stood out the most. He's most uh, dedicated, determined. I said, look, okay, we'll map this out. And uh, the goal is to get to the big show, which was UFC in the end.
0: Yeah, we've been talking about him for a while and he's been on the podcast. Christian Leroy Duncan, middleweight champion. With Cage Warriors, makes his UFC debut March the 18th. How, how big a step up do you feel it is at the moment?
1: It's it's a gradual step. It's, I wouldn't say a step up. It's uh, if we if he's progressed the right way because we started off in amateurs. Yeah. And uh, I said to him, uh, you know, get as many fights as you can. It's not like the old days where people went straight in as pro. Yeah. Uh, so I said to him, the main thing is uh, just build yourself up. He went on to Grand Prix. Uh, uh, Cage Warriors Grand Prix, which is amateur, he won yeah. that, which is great. He went away, did IMAF, which is, uh, you get up to about four or five fights in one, in and um, basically a couple of days. And uh, he got bronze and silver in that, so he did really well. And uh, he paved the way, so he sort of got the experience as he went along. And uh, more fights he has, more experience, more he learned and more things we worked on. Then eventually went over to pro and went professional, we had to up the level. Whenever we're training for amateur, we train like a professional. Mm. Then we went to professional, we trained like we're going for a championships level at, at pro, you know yeah. basically cage level. And uh, when we're at the training for the championships, we train like we're fighting UFC, yeah. the biggest show in the world. So now we're on UFC, now we're training <laughs> like we're, we're the champions or training to be a champion. Yeah. And uh, So you always got to train a step ahead, I believe.
0: Absolutely. Well, it's, it's been a great story to, to follow in terms of... The difference, if the level isn't a huge jump, what about the spotlight, how much does that change for, for Christian a little bit, the attention on the UFC? I
1: think I think Christian's quite reserved. He doesn't let it get to him. <clears throat> I always said he got time afterwards to sit back and take it all in. Yeah. And then when you take it all in, you only got a couple of days and you brush it off and you get back to the, the drawing board again. Um don't carry yourself out. Don't um sort of live that moment. Yeah. Some people you see a month after still live in that moment of the last fight. Mm. Uh, The old saying is you're you're as good as your last fight. So the idea is to enjoy the couple of days, you know, your family around you, people coming up to you, chatting to you about it, and then dust yourself off and get back to the drawing board again.
0: So never too high, never too low. Is That that resonates, does it? Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, You want to come back. First out is horrible, but the first thing I tend to do (laughs) is think of what you could have done better. (laughs) You know, I don't highlight what you've done wrong. If you're doing it right, you keep so it that. way.
0: Was there a moment of celebration when you got the call from Dana White or whoever it was at the UFC to say? It you... was actually
1: um, the, the guy who uh, runs and owns Cage Warriors. Oh, right, cool. Uh, Graham, and uh, he brought us in. We were just about to have a fight. We realised his opponent got knocked over or or hit the night before. Oh, yeah, in a car accident. Yeah, that? yeah, a yeah, yeah. car accident. So we didn't have the last fight. Um, yeah. Although we had, you know, the title, we just kept trying to defend it. Yeah. We defended it once, easily. Uh next one's not easy, obviously we just trained the right way. And then uh, we had, potentially had this, another fight and then we didn't go before. After this, maybe we'll think about Cage Warriors. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, we'll think about UFC, sorry, after Cage Warriors. and uh, But we never wasn't looking to jump onto UFC like everybody else does. They get the belt, then they go to UFC, but I believe we should defend the belt. Yeah. Because someone's hungry. And the way they're hungry, they're pushing themselves like no other level it's a good experience to have to be a defending champion yeah yeah, I think it prepares you better because whoever wins the belt is probably going to go on to UFC so let's see who they got who's the potential who's the number one ranked yeah and uh, you know it's to see now now we're going on to UFC to see if we're believe that we're beyond the level of the, the beginning the lower level guys
0: and how does the process work there's no formal application process to the ufc is it they have to spot you and, and your fighter doing well in, in, yeah. in cage warriors or another feeder feeder organization
1: the biggest thing i've always said it's been around in my time you've got to be a finisher yeah you go about the finish fights uh kickboxing knocking out uh ground game submissions uh finishing fights entertaining if you're not you know, I don't think you're gonna get head turning. They don't yeah. really want to know. It's an it's an entertainment game. Yeah. You know, they need butts on seats. They need to know they got the best show in the world. And uh, so when you're knocking people out or submitting them, uh, they, they will call you up. With uh, luckily, there's only one fight that have gone a distance for Christian, um, Christian Duncan. And uh, you know, at the end of the day, every fight is entertaining, even when it goes a distance. Potentially. He's beating you up how do you,
0: how do you coach him because with that in mind you, the goal's the UFC and you know you have to turn heads to get there but you also want him to be healthy and to be well and to just win the fight don't you what's the the coaching is it get the W but try and get it spectacularly or is it just happen by the way of the Christian fight so that's going to happen
1: it's hard it's hard not to get injured but most of injuries will come through uh, warming up warming down improper warming up and warming down and uh, stretch a lot the main thing is like uh Sparring is easy. Yeah. We don't we don't go mad. We don't slam each other. We don't we don't go. When I was my time, uh, we used to get knocked down and everything. Knocked yeah. out. We don't do it that that yeah. way. Probably war
0: wars in the yeah training. yeah.
1: Now we just do skill based. If you got tagged, you got to acknowledge it. Hit without being hit. Uh, be defensive. Be creative. And. Uh, you know, Duncan Duncan's very, very good at that. Does that come from Muay Thai? Because
0: they sort of touch bar, don't they? Is that right? Is that their approach to it? I'm not, no, yeah.
1: my 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 ground, my background is everything. I've done, mm. like I say, Muay Thai, Thai boxing, I've done Taekwondo, world champion amitized at Taekwondo, yeah. which is semi-contact initially, before going on to full contact, then I did K1. Uh, so for me, it's always about the flow. Yeah. But um, that's,
0: because is that your philosophy about the sparring? Yes. Or is that across the board now in MMA people are, are taking I, uh, their steam it off? It the... was
1: mind from day one. I never yeah. used to do it when I was training with uh, Glover Teixeira, Chira, Chuck uh, uh, the and the uh, back in the day. Yeah. And they're like heavyweights. The big speed. boys, yeah. Yeah, they were heavy, heavy, heavy. Yeah. I've been dropped to my knees a couple of times, and it's like, uh, you know, I just get <laughs> that back was, up. That
0: was going easy, was it, in sparring? Yeah, well, yeah. that's
1: just, yeah, I was sparring, but it's not really. It's like, it's like fights, really. Yeah.
0: But you've decided in your head, with Christian, I'm going to make this... Let's take this thing out of it. There's yes. no point what getting head trauma and sparring.
1: Believe it or not, whenever I came back to England, I was a I was a coach. Uh, it's my school. I never did heavy. I never dropped anybody. Yeah. You know, if you got eight training partners, for everyone you knocked out or concussed or hurt, you lose training partners. Yeah. So it didn't make sense to me. Yeah. But when I went to America, I'm not going to argue with way they did it. No. You go there now. John Ackerman doesn't do that. No. He uh, everybody's across the board now knows that. That's a silly way to go about it. Yeah. You know, if you get knocked down and concussed, and not, you, you, that's 28 days. You're not supposed to. And that's to, inspiring, to, is it? it, it yeah, that's 28 days, you're not supposed long, to do anything. As
0: long as they acknowledge it and record yeah, it, yeah. Yeah record it, yeah, record it.
1: But you gotta get, it's dangerous for them if you carry on fighting, you can have a bleed or something yeah. like that, you don't know what's going on. So it does make sense to uh, be controlled. But there's a little strategy which we have to prepare, and I've done it from day one. When Christian won his Grand Prix, uh, I have this programme which I call Recruits. Yeah. Bring all these guys in, like a military thing, and they've got to attend so many times a week. Uh, they got a discount price. Uh, they're under my wing, but it's a group. Okay. And uh, if you don't match up to a certain level, you get kicked off it. Yeah. But you can carry on teaching. You can yeah. carry on sorry, learning, taking part in a school, but you don't have to be on a Recruits programme.
0: And you can demonstrate focus yes. and commitment and energy without yeah. having a full-on and you spa, get, you can and show you get it. Yeah,
1: yeah, and on this Recruits programme, you get rewarded. If you get the top attendance, you get mm-hmm. awarded, uh, normally about a voucher of £15. Pounds. If you get um, the stood out, you get an award, which you get a free training session for a month. Yeah. And uh, so this is how I did it, and Christian was a year two of his programme, and the reward is to go abroad with me. The first year I brought my son, and another guy called Joe Badams, he went abroad with me, and yeah. uh, we trained like we used to train, back with Chuck the Dark, Gloved Court McGee, uh, you know, we were doing all the training for a few weeks. The second year was uh, Christian Dunker and another guy called Dan Stevens, and they went abroad. We watched UFC the day before, nice. then flew over to America, uh, San Obispo, California, and we trained like the champions did. And uh, you know, when Christian came back, I remember hearing him, people saying they've seen him with a wheelbarrow. It's all the stuff what we do. Ah, <laughs> oh, right. So it was like, it's preparation. What carrying weight was that? Uh, I'm not sure. Yeah, it's yeah. like, normally you take your body weight in the, you put your body weight in the, the wheelbarrow okay. to carry. So, so you're pushing on. Body weight, yeah, but um, you know, like, uh, what happens then? He's getting preparation to what he wants to be training and what to be fighting later on down the line. Train like a champion, yeah. So every time we got a reward, he would go uh, go away somewhere. When he got through the Grand Prix and that, he got that reward from uh, going abroad. He went to uh, Greg Jackson, yeah. Then he would turn in pro. Then when he turned pro, leading up to going for the title, he went to Thailand. Mm. Uh, and luckily he didn't fight as soon as he came back, but uh, the last one, he, this one we're doing, we just got to Thailand again. What's
0: he been doing in Thailand? Is it technique or co- Yeah,
1: Tiger more Thai, there's so many, t- um, you find that there's a lot of top UFC guys, there's about eight down there, mm. and Bellator fighters, and uh, he was just interacting, sparring with them. Yeah. They, all, that's where a lot of them go. I think more so now because they've got restrictions in America, with okay. COVID still. And, um, so it's easy. Go there, you don't get tested and stuff like that. You don't, you don't, don't dot the eyes and cross the Amazing, that's still going on, isn't it? Yeah. yeah I know because we're there from England, but in America, yeah, I different,
0: know. different world.
1: I think it's different parts of the world. They still, yeah. a bit touchy, but yeah. So his preparation is a lot of the top fighters. He found at UFC, they actually go over to this Tiger Muay Thai gym, and uh, they they train there for a period of time. then come back and do their fight camp. And so Christian's been actually preparing mm. for what he needs to be doing for years. Yeah. Every time he gets a reward, he goes away to a camp. Greg Jackson, you know, uh, John Ackerman, which is Chuck Liddell's gym, or somewhere, and he trains, builds himself up and come back, and we find the last bit, you know, catered for him.
0: So how long has how he been back in the UK for?
1: Um, he's been back about two weeks, Yeah. and he's got another couple of weeks left. He's got another week, and then we flo- uh, we go down to London. Then he's got last week preparation leading up to the fight.
0: fight's 18th of March. Yeah. In the
1: O two. 2 uh, yeah. yeah yeah so it's yeah it's going to be quite big you know, I don't think it's big enough really but <laughs> not what for the uh, UFC? No, yeah the, no, the, the main no, event no, yeah. no. This is the biggest one It's like yeah. uh it's, it's set tickets went through the roof yeah. at prices
0: Usman Leon Edwards it's their yeah. third fight isn't it it's the kind yeah. of because yeah. it's 1-1 yeah. now after that yeah. spectacular knockout yeah. last year it's so going to be Leon good. Edwards yeah yeah
1: it's, it's amazing and undercards are great as well. Who, who
0: else is on there that you're looking forward to uh, seeing? Uh, off the top of my head, I just <laughs> I, a, I can't remember now. I've <laughs> got the I'm, I'm all before, looking at yeah. thinking
1: at a card. Yeah, but, um, you It's know, a big deal,
0: though. this is a big show to be yes, honest.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I know that they got um quite a lot of the top British guys on there as well. Yeah. Um like Jack Shaw, he's headlining the, the the lower cards, I think. He's headlining that. But Jack Shaw's amazing as well. Yeah. And uh, he's been there for quite a few fights. But I'm just saying there's a lot of big mm. you know, uh, UK fighters and uh, European fighters. And also for America. What it's the biggest card ever.
0: What would the attendance be? About 15,000, 20,000, something like that, uh, maybe? I'm not sure. It doesn't I'm matter, sure. does it? Whatever, I'm not, about how that would compare to what Christian's had before. Yeah,
1: but I I don't think it's big enough That's all. No. Uh, it was a sellout straight away. The tickets, I remember, someone reserved it. It's meant to be about 200, 250. It went up to about four and six the tickets kept going up and people were selling them after and people were still buying them off them there's a friend of mine
0: who's who cuts my hair actually she's just around the corner in in Montpellier here in Cheltenham she's a friend of Christian and she said she tried to buy a ticket it was about a thousand pounds because like couldn't do it yeah so she's gonna
1: watch from home there's a friend of mine who's gonna buy one i think about five or near a thousand and it went up to about three four thousand (sighs) yeah so he said it's not worth doing that (laughs) gold dust Yeah. But
0: how do you feel emotionally and and psychologically compared to when you made your UFC debut? Is it more stressful when it's someone else? It's not you. It's my
1: return as a coach. Yeah. So it's great because every year they come over here, they do a little snippet of me. Yeah. uh, Ian Freeman of the quick knockout, his knockout, front mirror. And uh, they're always, so people always remember me. Yeah. You know, setting a standard, grafting, paving the way. So for me to return back to the UFC, it's, Really good, but not as a fighter, as a coach. Yeah. So, we would like to make a, a statement now. Do, do you feel
0: more nervous as a coach than you did as a fighter? Or oh, yeah, 100%. Really, yeah. It's out of your control, isn't it?
1: Yeah. So, 100%. But um, the main thing is uh, having that belief in your, your fighter. And uh, this is where, as a coach, I do I have to do a hell of a lot of research and keep on the ball. Because yeah. with some fighters, they can lose, they can be stressed, they're green, they're growing, they're improving. So, you've got to make sure they're constantly focused on the right thing. Uh, the only problem, thought I'd say, for Christian, he doesn't like to rest. Yes. If he gets a niggle or anything else, he is go go go. Yeah. Which I can't complain because I was exactly the same. Yeah. I remember breaking my toe and still fighting. He's always
0: back. He, he comes back quick after a fight, doesn't he? As well in terms of training. He's yes, back the next yeah. Week. He doesn't but he'll just
1: break. battle through any injury. Where as he gets more experienced and high level now, like this, he needs to realise. Sometimes it's better to lose a few days and it is uh, yeah you, you want know, to be 100 yeah rather this, than escalate to something which is uncontrollable. So he's, do, he's doing really he's doing really well. getting you can see he's improving all the time and his experience is proven because it's, sometimes he's making decisions now which you can tell that he's been around the block a few times.
0: Technically and tactically, obviously, MMA is so varied. There's so many different components to it. When you look at his yeah. strengths, you mentioned the spectacular knockouts. Do you still focus on developing the strengths or do you look at rounding out other aspects of his his game what's the approach like when you go up to the ufc what are the things that you have to be aware of that maybe change a bit does it is a jujitsu higher in the ufc generally things like that are they to be it's aware of
1: basically i would say uh, as a experienced fighter or uh, used to be a fighter is to keep improving your speed your strength yeah but the main thing is your timing okay because if you can't hit someone, doesn't matter how <laughs> much power you got, how much speed you got, it, it's the timing. So you can do reaction drills. Yeah. On top of that, it is actually trying to see if you can get other ways to improve your power mm. and your technique. And then it's, remember, it's technique of striking through, not just punching and kicks. It's elbows and knees. Yeah. So it's different angles, and uh, make them, as you call it, non-telegraphic, so you can't see it. Sure. And, that, and that's the other thing. So 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 much. Don't don't uh, wind up for things and that, comes, that happens over the years, you get better and better at disguising stuff. As like they've got this thing called a question mark kick, which looks like a front kick and turns into a round kick. Okay, <laughs> that is like a, a lot of techniques turn like that where they start to look like one thing but they're really disguised. It's forever. wild of the hit, that must be,
0: wasn't it? The thing yes, must yeah. be like so A lot yeah. of things
1: like that you got to do, and on the ground it's the same thing. You can't let them know what you're doing, yeah. and you've got to force them into putting an arm in a certain position which you set them up for the submission.
0: Do you think the guy's fighting Dusko Todorovic, will he try and take Christian down? Will that be his approach to, to fighting Christian because of his explosiveness?
1: I would have said no, but I've watched him in the past and he has tried to, but whenever he does that, he always goes back to his basics. Does he? Which so is just a bit of a slugger. Exchange, yeah, yeah, and he's wild, but he doesn't seem to gas. He seems to get tired, <laughs> but he doesn't slow down. Yeah. So I think, you know, he might try, you know, to take Christian down. Uh, I don't think he'd be too clumsy because he seen probably realise he does a lot of knees lot of knocking out with people coming in, <laughs> so uh, I think he's going to probably try to overwhelm Christian, knowing that he's not as experienced in the UFC, but he is experienced in fighting, yeah. so he can't can't knock him <laughs> there. But um, I think we're prepared. Where we, how are we supposed to prepare for this fight?
0: Do you think Christian will keep his what five knockouts out of seven wins, isn't it? I think one yeah, submission. Yeah. Do you think he'll keep focusing on on that aspect, or do you think he'll develop into a different type of weapon as a, a fighter? As he believe introduced? it or not,
1: he's never ever gone out there looking to knock anybody out. No. Never ever, and uh, if he did, it would show I wouldn't be happy. No, it's take the fight where it, take where it goes, and uh, even his interviews, he'll, he'll, you if you listen to him, he never ever plans to do whatever. Oh, do you think we see never knee knockout? Or you know, so you don't have
0: a like a precise game plan, no. like XYZ, this no. is going to happen. He's just
1: very good at everything. <laughs> yeah. he can knock you out with a spinning kick, he can knock you out with a punch, he can knock you out with a knee, or he can knock you out with a submission. Yeah, the only couple of times he went to the ground, which was the one fight. The guy was known to be a real good wrestler. Mm. He ended up submitting him. So he beat him at, the, wow. at his own game. It's, uh, he doesn't aim to do that. He just sees where the fight opens or goes to, and looks to take advantage.
0: What's going to happen with the size of the opponents, with the UFC being famous for big weight cuts and people experimenting with that? Do you think that's going to be, be an issue? I mean, Christian seems like the perfect size for the, the weight, 185 pounds.
1: I don't, I don't think it'll be a problem. The only thing what's happening now... If you look at the champions, they're getting taller. They're getting, you know, yeah. the height-wise. Yeah. So they're cutting themselves down, but training obviously through training hard. But they are tall. Yeah. Uh, Christian, like myself, is uh, six-two. Yeah. But as you know, a lot of them are getting undersized and stuff so like that. They're getting taller and taller. Yeah. Style
0: benders, what six-four or six-five. Yes. Yeah, so I'm
1: trying to say they're taller. But at the end of the day, it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, well, there's weaknesses uh, there as
0: well too. Yes. It, so yeah.
1: Easier to get closer, get underneath, the take them down. You know, but he's just hoping that, you know, when he gets to that sort of level, you know, uh, he's got the skill set to, out, as I say, timing. Yeah. S- you know, slip him, dodge him and catch him. Is, it, is, is
0: Israel Adesanya still the benchmark in this division, do you think, this, the middleweight division? Uh,
1: after his rematch, we'll see. Yeah. He was winning this fight yeah. before that. Uh, um, I think he'll get it back. I yeah. do believe that. Um, But, you know, we'll see. At the end of the day, Christian's just going to pick everybody out First goal would be to get into the top 10. Yes. And then, you know, while he's doing that, it's to train like he's training for the title. That's the goal, train ahead. So, you know, if everything goes our way, we get there, which I believe we can do, we're ready prepared for it.
0: Do you have a number of fights mapped out for being top 10, challenging for title? Or is it just because you you never know with the the snakes and ladders of of fighting? It's UFC,
1: there's no rush. There's no rush. There's no rush to get to UFC. There's no rush when you're UFC to make your way, earn your way. And pay the way the more experience he's got leading up, like I've always said, and he knows he believes the same thing. The more experience he gets on the way up, it's gonna be in his favor.
0: He's 27, isn't he? So, yeah. when, when do you envisage him peaking? Is that sort of early to mid 30s now? Is that I don't know. A lot yeah. of champions are in the
1: 30s, yeah, they are. <laughs> it's, it's getting later and later. So, yeah.
0: well, to be fair, you were competing late on, yeah, in your 30s yeah. 40s, I didn't 40s, start right MMA
1: till 28, yeah. And uh, quick knockout was probably about 35 36, which is late, yes and uh, you know but that's kind
0: of more the norm now but you yes. were a trailblazer because probably yeah. because of the way you looked after yourself weren't you yeah
1: I Yeah. I had some hard fights so uh, like I said you know the sparring is not hard it gives you a short shelf life if you're banging away at you you know yeah. getting knocked down and stuff
0: how do you keep if it's not heavy impact in sparring, how do you keep the fighter 100% tuned in? Is it just by the fact he knows the coach is watching him and kind of putting that pressure on him? Is he tuned in? Well, in terms of like focus, so if you're, obviously you're focused immediately if someone's throwing bombs at you, but if you're saying it's, it's lighter impact in terms of the sparring, how do you make sure that they're zoned in 100% when they're doing that the, sparring? The speed's the same. Yeah.
1: Uh, you can get disorientated by punches, Yeah, but not in a way that you're going to get knocked out. No. Uh, so it's still difficult. going to be uncomfortable if you're not, yeah. not on. There's things that happens when you get, we call it a stinger, when you get a trapped nerve in your neck because you've been hit that hard. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, that's, that level's too hard. You know, if you get hit, you might get a little nosebleed. You, know, you might feel a blur of vision or something like that. But it's not enough to, you know, give you brain shaking. what they call concussion, isn't it? Yeah. You don't get that brain shaking uh, effect where you can get a headache after. You can tell you've been, in, you've been hit a few times. Uh, boxing is very bad for that yes. when I did boxing in my youth
0: what the heavier gloves
1: yeah, yeah. but boxing is just ticking they just go in there and it's pound away yeah Uh you can see you know the effects over the years and years and, you know some people say you can tell by speech Mark I can tell by mm. the way you're talking you haven't had too much you know yeah. but we don't know that's why we have tests it's,
0: do you find that sometimes when you meet old fighters do you get sad because you, you can tell yeah. it's taking its toll on them
1: yeah I can tell yeah people can tell you, you know you said something to past boxers you can tell by the speech their reflexes yeah and uh it's the brain you can't mess around with
0: that is that a message that you've tried to drum home with christian and the other other fighters
1: i didn't have train? to i didn't have to i think when you see you know chris is a very intelligent mind. yeah very uh, he might not he's
0: studying it well yeah. he came around he, when he came on the podcast he told me he was studying Polish and he was showing me the apps yeah. and stuff yeah.
1: and things like that Yeah. and he talks to he's <laughs> coming in <laughs> Polish and they look at me in a very like, you know bewildered <laughs> face like huh just does he know that so he reckons it's quite hard he's language mate,
0: he's got a mate who's Polish so he wants to speak yeah, to his yeah. family or something
1: Yeah. and uh, speaks uh, Asian language as well um, oh yeah Arabic is he Yeah, Arabic yeah and he's writing it as well Yeah. and then he's playing chess next minute he's a very deep person so. is that a good
0: way of Balancing the fighting, do you think? Having that intellect, having doing something else. He's a bit unusual, I'd say. Yeah.
1: He's yeah. a bit unusual. I know I don't have all my years. I've never come across anybody like that sort of thing. He's like, uh, I normally, <laughs> uh, they normally look at me and I, I do certain things and they think, wow, well, what does that? Yeah. But he's like the next level up. <laughs> you know, ties it by two he's or three. He's got a lot
0: of energy then, hasn't he? Mental energy. If he can do the fighting and then go and study these complicated things. Yeah, yeah. Subjects. he's
1: always seemed to be, have to be occupying himself, mm. which is good. But he never lacks in training, wanted to train and relaxing. Wanted to do something or study. It. I don't know. It's very, it's uh, very good to see that.
0: How, how's his demeanor since he got back from Thailand? Is he is he relaxed about the, the whole thing? Feels like he's just on on plan. Another step. He,
1: no, it's just a process. We planned. It's hard to understand. You have to speak to him yourself. We planned everything down to the date. Really. That's how, how well, bad The date it was. of what? The date. And this is like this is probably about five six years five years ago. And then when we came pro, we planned the last day. You we said, well, by this date we want to be looking at UFC. Yeah. By the, the month, by the year so that, 2023. Because he, we he did
0: was it. quite new to MMA when he came to you, wasn't he? So Yeah, yeah, he's a basketball player. Yeah. So yeah, he's a basketball player. Yeah, yeah. So how did you know it's gonna be this time he's frame? I just looked at him and thought
1: he's had a lot it'll training. take me
0: this long to teach him. Yeah, his these agility
1: things. and that. Basically he put me under my wing. Every time I had one to ones with people, I'd get him step in. Yeah. And uh, I'd show him the technique. I love Christian to practice. Like It's easier with three, because you can adjust people. Yeah. And they can't see sometimes what I'm doing. So it was easier. And then Christian was learning with them. So imagine that I've got um, a, a PT a day. Mm. He has his classes, and straight after the class, I do a PT with one-on-one. And uh, they're, they're sparring, I tell him ways to improving himself, and he's picking off them. Yes. Like a vulture. Yeah. learns, and he takes that to his arsenal. Next day, he got a basic class, then he'll learn or someone else, and uh, it's a way of because obviously when he first starts and he's young, you don't have the money to be paying one to ones all the time, sure. expensive. But technically, he's doing one to one every single day. So he. he and that's because you saw something
0: in him and you wanted. Yeah. To, you invested yeah. your time in him.
1: So and then he so there's you know certain people that was fighting all the time, competing all the time. He was always with them and growing with them. And uh, I got videos of him with my son even, you know, when he was training. <laughs> yeah, he's to been to on fight. the podcast, yeah. Yeah, and how's uh, Lyle getting on? Yeah, right? he's going, but he's a pilot now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, nice. thing he's is done that, that. Is he flying a lot, is he? Yeah. Well, it takes about six months. It's a process as oh, okay, long. Yeah. So he's like, uh, but he's he's running to gym and he's down there helping me out and you know nice. he's like really, you know, he says, oh, I say he's petrol, dad. <laughs> 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 but he's training and he's down there asking me to do one ones with him. Really? So I'm teaching him. So he stuff. wants to come back in, yeah. Well, yeah. he's still doing. He's just. Uh, like my other they're, they're brought up doing it yeah and the main things like I said like Christian they're, they're, I said the biggest thing is the most important son is the brain you've mm. got to keep exercising I've always challenged them so he's always studying learning and you know being a pilot was amazing for him mm. but he needs to have something to focus on so until the next stage comes yeah you know at the moment he's gone back into focusing on the, the martial arts learning and developing because the other day I was teaching him, he's absorbing everything. Which well,
0: you don't have to be a professional, it's actually a lifelong yeah, dedication yeah, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, there's
1: always new moves, so he's gone back on that now and he's like, so it's nice to see that he's hungry still. And that's what Christian does, he's mm. always refining, always changing and having problems. There's always going to be problems and fighting <laughs> and he's constantly solving it. It's yeah. like, uh, I, I messaged him when he was in Thailand and he says, it oh, goes, how's it going? He goes, oh it's amazing. I'm having so many problems and finding so many solutions. Nice. So he's like, obviously, yeah. He's so he's solved, enjoying
0: adversity. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. He's trying to find more problems he's got and then finding ways of getting out of it. So that's where growth is.
0: So what? Those are two ingredients that you look for in a fighter: are the the physical attributes, the athleticism. You mentioned the agility, but also the mentality of of wanting yeah, to learn and not being phased by difficulty, wanting to ha- the only do difficult thing, things.
1: The only thing you can't do is impossible. Is to understand that if someone's got a long term dedication. Yeah some people because a lot of people come in you know a lot like of them, a fashion yeah and he's like oh yeah i love this great and, <laughs> that, and then give them a month or two give them six months they die off
0: yeah we've uh, all got friends like that who take up a yeah, sport every oh yeah every few
1: months. yeah As i say people don't start with don't start uh, something with a friend yeah you know one of you is going to be more motivated <laughs> than the other yeah that's got, interesting you know different ideas different reasons why you're doing it yeah but you know i'm very lucky because i've got people who's been moving for years yeah. and out of that they probably find for every ten or twenty come through the door, one of them is going to last with me for the next 10, 20 years. Yeah, and that's yeah, how it that's, works. That's the ratio. Yeah.
0: When people think of the UFC now, it makes headlines, front pages, back pages. People know who the big fighters are. They, they imagine yeah. it's it's sort of gold dust and everything. As soon as you're in it, what's the picture like for Christian financially? How much does it change, or does it have to still go a route? It's to, a, to be a, to be a lot a star? of um,
1: before that is the main thing is about putting butts on the seats. Yeah. 100% remember it's uh entertainment business. Yeah. If you could go there like good example is Jake Paul.
0: Okay. Yeah. Who is he? Yeah.
1: <laughs> Where did he come from? He's a
0: recreational boxer.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but to pay him to fight or get him on a, a show, you'd have to pay him stupid money. Yeah. He, you know, if it was MMA, he's never done it. No. So I'm trying to say if you've got the attraction, you've got the butts on the seats and stuff like that, you you're going to get paid what you're worth. So uh, do you think
0: Dana White would would it, would do that even if it was terrible level MMA? You He's done before. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> it's not that, it's a, like I say, it's an entertainment value. Yeah. Uh, it, it can be a bit of a fast if uh, if you've not done MMA before. He has had boxes in before, hasn't he? Yeah, that have yes. just been submitted in yes. 20 seconds. Yeah, I remember Randy Couture fighting White then as well. It's like quite yeah. a few people. Yeah. Is it James, um, James Tony fighting? Yes, yeah, was yeah, yeah. 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 That was James Tony. And. Uh, um, They've had obviously bare knuckle fighters and stuff, yeah. Kimbo Slice, and, yeah. <laughs> you know, and like uh, and he got good money for that as well. Uh, again, it's entertainment. So I think if anybody's looking to go into UFC, you've got to get your social media working. Yeah, it wasn't like that in my time. No, it was just a case of like I was a big draw in the UK. Get yeah, local luckily. local media, radio yeah. stations. I had 100, 100 plus strong because of my Taekwondo background, K1 background, mm. MMA background. So, and, you built, uh, a built a name? Yeah, I built a name, and uh, so I could put buttons on seats, but it wasn't monitored. Like mm. now, through your social, they can tell. Yeah. You know, Instagram account, see what you you know, your Twitter account. You can see what you have been followed, yeah. And how you've been followed.
0: Do they know that those followers will always convert into ticket sales? I suppose it's a difficult equation. They
1: must know somehow how, well, it, how it not, it works, It's not, it's yeah. pay per view and stuff. It's, yeah. But it's uh, it's better to build off that than nothing. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so, it is entertainment, but you've got to be posting all the time, you've got to be drawing people. It's, it's a horrible thing, but you've got to be savvy, uh, media savvy. Yeah. I think the biggest flaw someone can have is to sit back and expect someone to do it for them.
0: Okay, you know, so Chrissy hasn't got a friend or anyone that helps him with you, that. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. Uh,
1: not in that way. In a way that like do it for them, you can get family, friends to do it, Yeah. but no one's going to just out of the blue do it. You've got to approach them and ask them, and you've got to then have someone taking photos while you're doing it. You can come up yeah. like, say, Mark, can you take a photo while I'm... You know, just to send up, and then you send it to them. It, it's it's got a yeah. But it's a so thing it's another thing for fighters to think about. actually. It's yeah, yeah, one. yeah. It's hard. Um, I'm glad it wasn't around in my time. <laughs> it's just so much more to think about. Yeah, but you, you have it, to think about getting on your phone and posting yeah, what you're going to say and all that yeah. kind of stuff. And you going to come across. You can't make it boring. And yeah. you can't have just like say, if you want to fight, you can't keep posting the same fight you just won. Mm. You're going to have people who are more interested. In so it relates to them as well, which is like the training. Okay. Okay. This is what I'm doing at the moment. I'm having a weakness on my kick, so I work on this. Yeah. I got a weakness on my my skate on my back so I do this exercise to help me a bit stronger. And I'm doing this. Okay. And then I'm solving problems. But
0: you don't want to give too much away either. Not too so much away, but yeah.
1: but you know, generally there's some basic low level stuff you can give away, yeah. which no one really cares. So about. does
0: the UFC say to you you should have X amount of followers, or do they just look at it no, and say we're no, happy? No, they we're... don't. They don't yeah. do any of
1: that. No. As long as you've you know uh, done a good path of Winning and defending, or getting a certain type of belt, a certain stature, a certain ability, then I say, Yeah, great. But it does help you even further if yeah. everybody's shouting at you. And, that plays into how far you go up the card, right? Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. yeah. And also, you know, like I said, the money will go up even more if you're yeah. a big draw. Uh, again, you'll find out Venom will probably put more money towards you. Mm. And Venom's
0: um, the kind of catch all sponsor of the UFC. There's no is that right, there's no individual sponsorship still, or does Christian no, still he get individual
1: deals? Yeah. He used to. He used to um, do individual, but then a lot of them left because he couldn't carry the sponsors in. Mm. And he can't. So what you need to do, really, is um, do, uh, this is the social side again, is be promoting yourself, training up to the UFC, putting it out there, yeah, and wearing their sponsor's stuff.
0: That's the Venom yeah.
1: kit. No, not the Venom kit, just no. the sponsors, any sponsors. Oh, any there. sponsors, okay. Yeah, like say you might have um, somebody, Who's in a uh, car company or oh, right. whatever. So he can
0: still wear that for Gloucester companies and stuff like that. Yeah yeah, that. yeah, 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 Cause, uh, yeah. Because
1: obviously, when they do their own filming, then you have to wear the kit. You know what uh, I mean? Okay. But it's like you can still get, anybody can get sponsored for anything.
0: Oh, so anything you're doing in training, you can yeah. wear whatever you want to. You don't yeah. have to wear the, the UFC sanctioned outfit. Yeah, so
1: I look at a thing called uh, uh, RDX, and you look at the UFC fighters on there. They're promoting mm-hmm. RDX kit. Yeah because Everybody knows who they are, yeah, but they never see him involved with RDX outside, no, like in the UFC and that, uh, okay, yeah. So, so,
0: they're, so they're not allowed to show it on fight night, but they can do it, no, you know, they can there, do it yeah.
1: individually because people know, you know, if you name a uh, like, say, if he's talking about Jake Paul, if he was promoting something, you would just say, Oh, look, look yeah, who that is. yeah, I recognize that guy, yeah. but then he might not do it anywhere else, no, you know. The and, they,
0: and the sort of argument is that someone like Paddy Pimlet makes more money out of the commercial stuff and does yeah, the fighting, yeah, yeah.
1: You know, I heard about him going on and chatting to people. And, <laughs> what he makes is crazy, but he is social media savvy. Yeah, he's all these different stories, he's got a sort of unique haircut. Yeah, and things like that. yeah. what was the other one I heard? It was amazing. It's like something about his dog take a, a dump outside someone's house, so he needed to go and clean it up. And he asked someone, has got. And the person on there was like, Oh, it's <laughs> It's just little stories like that. It's yeah, funny, yeah, 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 yeah. But he's just, he's just so savvy on everything. The character, isn't he? Yeah, and yeah, even yeah. the fact he
0: blows up in his weight between fights, people find yeah, that interesting.
1: Yeah, that draws how can you do how Can you be fighting? Look at him now, yeah. And then he does, he makes a weight and everything else. He, he turns heads, uh. He's Like a social media king, yeah, he's he, so clever.
0: It is, it is, but then you've got to play on your strengths, haven't you? Because you, you know, you could spend all day doing that and get tired, yeah. and you wouldn't be doing your fight, yeah, so it's the balance for he, you. I, I think
1: he's very subtle when he does stuff, yeah. I th- um, like your plan training, there's yeah. times when you're relaxing, like even on a weekend, uh, there's no reason why you can't plan an hour somewhere in between your spare day off to do something towards some social, social media, yeah, because that turns into money.
0: So you factor it in, yeah, yeah,
1: that is money. That, yeah. That's technically you're getting paid for something else, and that part of it. Can follow you after your career. Mm. That's what a lot of people don't realise. No. Remember, the, the UFC is part of the your money making, your career. Yeah. But then outside that, what do you do? What happens if you're ever released or you're injured or yeah. something? Then if you've built a real good social media following and sponsors, you can carry on after.
0: Did you Did you talk about that with Christian, like his long term plan after fighting?
1: Uh, not so much. Mm. Uh, it's bit, bit early days. I think it'd be a bit weird to me to talk about yeah. when he finishes. Yeah, yeah. And he'll, he'll probably turn around to me and say, "Mark, I'm not as old as you." <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. to get a you. job at the gym with you, maybe. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. You're probably too, yeah, so at the moment. It's still about building there and getting there. And there's nothing else. You're not talk about if this, if that injury, that. Or it's all about when. Brilliant. You know, you've got to be positive, and that, that's what I was. Yeah. If anybody, I know a lot of people say, I'm, even, i even. Remember, I was doing kick or taekwondo, and I was back at a bus. And uh, I said, Oh, I'm going to be world champion. And they go, Look, how old are you? I was about 18, and you might make it. And it's like they slurred me like that. And I was like, But as long as I believed it. And every time I moved up, I I did it, but no one else. So nine times out of 10, there's some people, you know, when they're listening to the champions, they're talking and that, and people don't have belief in you, they look, and people can diminish you, can uh, actually make you weaker Mm. mindset. You gotta. If you don't believe it, no one else gonna believe it for you.
0: So you, is that is that mental training you gave yourself? Was it? Yeah, like put a yeah. Force, I, put a force field around you. To, and I see
1: people coming to the gym all the time, and I know they don't believe they can make it. Mm. And uh, it sounds bad, but I say I can make anybody a champion. Yeah. All you gotta do is just show me your determination. Yeah. And yeah. our guys coming through all the time. And there's a guy called Jordan Jordan Little. He's and uh, when he comes through, people look he's got a heart, but maybe not the ability and stuff like that. And he's now making waves. Yeah. Um, but obviously there's a process to follow, yes. determination, because you've got a lot of distractions. Yeah, it
0: can't be bl- blind optimism, but you've got to, you've yeah, got to do the work, yeah. but also the belief. Of, yeah. the, uh, the belief was what? The foundation of it, Because you think? Yeah.
1: Cause you, obviously, because I, I hate work, Yeah. money. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry to say, your girlfriend or your wife, and the other one is family. Mm. All these ones can at any minute put a stop or slow you down on yeah. your progress. Yeah. And it's the way, it ha- the way it works. And they're the biggest battle. And when, oh, outside that is your friends.
0: Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. yeah,
1: come out. You've been antisocial. Come out. You're <laughs> drink. And, yeah. you know, every time you do that, you might lose a day. And they won't let you go home when you want to go home. They'll force you to drink when you don't want to drink. Yeah. I had that all the time. Kristen don't drink. I don't drink. No. A lot of the guys I know that's really, really good, they don't drink. They don't drink, they don't smoke, and they don't over socialize. Has
0: that changed since you. Came into fighting.
1: How uh, do you mean?
0: What was it? Drinking was more common when you were fighting, was it? 20, oh, 20 years always. years ago? It's,
1: even now, there's people that go out and, you know, when I turn around and they say they, a lot of the guys now I you know coming through, they say they don't drink and don't. I go, wow. It's like it's a lot of people are doing it now, not drinking, don't yeah. see. But then a lot of people do still drink. <laughs> so it's. Uh,
0: so you get an advantage there, don't you? Yeah. Marginal gains yeah, every time. If that. someone
1: comes to me and say they're not, they're not really drinking too much, they don't over social, I think they got they're on the right path already. Yeah. makes it easier for me. Yeah, I don't suggest not. To it's do difficult
0: because it? everyone has commitments outside of their job or fighting. But it's how many commitments and how many can yes. you? Yes. Yeah. What or if you've got a kid? You've got to look after the kid, but you don't have to go out yeah. drinking. It's the, the degrees of what you what you have to commit to. Big thing
1: everybody says: everything in life, any career, any business, any anything you want to do is obstacles. Mm. And I think the biggest thing: if anybody wants, if someone says what's the secret of success, at my age, I'll say the only thing you got to do. Is understand it has got to be obstacles, learn what the obstacles are and learn to get around them. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, and I've said the basic ones, which is you have the half, you know, uh, could be your family, your friends, uh, all these things happen. Yeah. And, uh, you know, pick people who support you. Yeah. yeah. And they have people positive around you and they can move things out of the way for you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They can. They can move obstacles because they're a good motivator. They, yeah. you know, they motivate you when you're feeling down, push you again to keep going and go past it. You know what I mean? Yeah, so well, on. you
0: think it'll be been—you're inspiring because you're still fit. aren't you're still training. Train regularly. Yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, I'm training with Christian all the time, and yeah. you know, it's—it's it's good. It keeps me young. But you <laughs> so, lead by
0: example. What is it? Twenty years since your your quickest knockout? Uh, yeah,
1: yeah, um that was yeah, the um and two. Two thousand and two. Twenty-one yeah, years. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Coming up to eleven. Uh, yeah, twenty-one years. Yeah. So still, yeah, I retired ten years ago <laughs> as well. Coming up to eleven.
0: But you still—you still believe that you are still. You still still believe in being young and being fit yes. and healthy, and that's a big thing, right? Yeah. You age. I mean, I, I see difference between people as they age. Huge spectrum of where they are, and you know, some yeah. people seem like they're very old and in, incapable of doing too much, and people like you are, are still the, way the right. fitness yeah. of a young man. Yeah,
1: I had a, my hips seized up through lockdown. Mm. That's because it's never. I've never stopped. Yeah. So stopping was a hindrance. Yeah. So I had to have resurfacing done. Had that now. Back into the splits. Back into kicking. Back into MMA. And 100%, I can't feel it anything wrong. Um, I was always looking for Tata signs. The only Tata signs, when it gets cold, I've got a bit of squeaking going on. <laughs> but outside that, it doesn't. <laughs> it's it not too bad. Think, so I've got, just, got that, that anyway yeah. yeah. It, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, brilliant, Mark.
0: Good to speak to you. So it's March the 18th. What time do you think Christian will come out?
1: It'll be early in the card, on yeah. the fight card. Uh, but for me, it's going to be a big day. So we're back at the bottom again. I said that when we got to Cage Warriors. We're back at the bottom again with UFC. We just want to make the impact that we did uh, in the previous events.
0: Feeling good, feeling confident? Yes, bel- I'm, more, I'm there, always yeah. feeling,
1: yeah. And uh, if, even if Christian wasn't feeling confident, I'll be confident for him, because you can pass on confidence. Yeah, so That's the main goal.
0: Good stuff, best of luck. All right, th- yeah, thank you, Ed. Right. Really cool conversation, hopefully that's inspirational, whether you're into MMA or not, in terms of uh, those life positivity messages around who you surround yourself with. I think it was Jim Rohn wasn't it the mentor of Tony Robbins who said we're an aggregate of the five people we spend the most time with so I feel like that's a significant comment as well from Mark Weir about those people around us and how he can determine who's going to be a champion or not both based on their own self-belief but perhaps the environment around them so it's a mixture isn't it of uh, the internal and the external in determining factors really enjoyed that wish, wish Christian Leroy Duncan the best of luck in that debut coming up this weekend in London. If you enjoyed the podcast, please rate it on iTunes, Spotify. Give Christian a follow, by the way, as well, give him that support. As Mark was saying, it's significant now the social media metrics in terms of forging a career in fighting. Um, wouldn't have thought that 20 years ago, would you? But uh, that's where we are. Uh, but yeah, any reports, any reviews, any messages for friends, pass it on. It would be fantastic. If you do enjoy the podcast, really appreciate your support. Thank you to the sponsors. Bang Nollison of Cheltenham, and Serene AV as well. Remember herringshoes.co.uk, you can get 10% off those shoes with the discount code TED10, T-E-D, all capital letters, and so numerals one zero, and at Cytoplan, Foods based supplements. If you're looking for your vitamin D3 as winter lingers with snow in the past week and gloom here in the UK, uh, if you go to cytoplan.co.uk, you get 30% off your first purchase, 10% ongoing with the discount code DRAPER10R, my last name, D-R-A-P-E-R, all capital letters, numerals one zero, and the capital letter R. And remember that free mentoring session with Anthony Asprey of the Whole Man Academy, available via the show notes. Thank you very much for listening, have a great week, and goodbye for now.